Okay, everybody, welcome to the latest episode of All Too Real Tomorrow. Tomorrow. I love ya. Legends of Tomorrow. Tomorrow. <laughs> so, Matt, I was thinking. If, yeah. if back in the, uh, you know, time after Bon Scott died. Um. And if we had a combination of a weird, weird world, okay, maybe, mm-hmm. a, maybe actually a wild world, um, yeah. and and uh, either either Cat Stevens decided to write for ACDC, and Brian <laughs> Johnson sang all of his songs instead, or if uh, you know Cat Stevens joined ACDC, <laughs> it'd be really interesting. Because, you know, you'd have things like, um, like, you know, I listen to the wind to the wind out my side. You got, you got, you got to have a more scratchy voice for Brian Johnson. You kind of have to, for one thing, you got to smoke like eight packs of cigarettes yeah. a day since you're like I five can't. years old. I you got to make it really, I'll try it. Yeah, go ahead. I'll try it. <clears throat> so you kind of really got to go and you go like, and the beast king, beast king, down and coming, right on the beast train, beast king, get on the beast train. Then you've got like Moon Shadow. I've been fired by you, Moon Shadow, oh, Moon Shadow, Moon Shadow, ooh. There you go, you gotta have the ooh. You know, he always does a little thing where he shrugs his shoulder with the ooh. Yeah, I'm not sure if he could do that without like popping the. A, you know, like, you know, a rotator cuff now, but I think he retired technically from ACDC. Yeah, that yeah. would be interesting. Then you got Cat Stevens, where, of course, Cat Stevens now has to sing ACDC song. So, like, let's say, like, um, you know, TNT, you know, TNT, yeah. You got a little Calypso guitar solo in the background, which he was wont to do for, like, well, a the teaser. Well, not not Allah as in Allah the God because he's Muslim now, but like Allah as in like, you know, with, you know, like, um, you know, like teaser in the Firecat, you know, era of his music was heavy on the sort of Calypso thing going on. He had some sort of like, you know, instruments you know, other than guitar kind of playing along with, you know, the guitar to kind of have it sort of like sort of like jumpy kind of beats or whatever. I'm a music person, obviously. But, um... Yes. Or, or like, Back in Black, like, you know, really somber. Like, Back in Black, I hit the sack. It'd be interesting. It would be. And, you know, of course, since we're going with, like, time travel with yes. Legends of Tomorrow, Maybe they, they could should, really screw up a, They should yeah. do an episode like this. Where they really mess up the timeline to the point where Cat Steven is now in ACDC and Brian Johnson's Doing Cat Stevens <laughs> so, Yes. I would And no that. one would be none the wiser. They would think it's normal. Like they to them, this wouldn't be strange. Like like, oh, what's going on with the timeline? Like, no, they'd be like, Oh yeah. This, Obviously Brian Johnson does peace train, like this would be the only 
timeline in which I would like Brian Johnson as a singer and Cat Stevens. I mean, and I'd like ACDC featuring Cat yeah. Stevens, you know? Yeah. Because <clears throat> uh, unlike Cat Stevens, you heard one ACDC album, you've heard all of them. Some more like Elmo now, but um, yeah, kind of got an Elmo vibe going. Elmo sing, Elmo sing, uh, uh, dc um, uh, back in black. He could, he could actually do ACDC. Elmo's, Elmo's back in black. Elmo love ACDC. Oh boy. Okay, so anyways, <laughs> Legends of Tomorrow. We're covering two hope, hope we didn't. <laughs> Hopefully we didn't turn anybody away. <laughs> yeah, annoy you too much with that. Brian Johnson um First Nations. Peace train! Ah, right on the peace train! Okay. Uh, sorry. Elmo like Cat Stevens too. So um, anyway, so uh, <laughs> Elmo like Bebo. Anyway, so um, the um, so so uh, we're gonna cover two episodes in this uh, in this episode of our show. We're covering episodes six and seven of season six here. Um, mm-hmm. First off, uh, we're going to cover episode six entitled "Bishop's Gambit," hmm. directed by Kevin Mock. And written by James Egan and Emily Cheever. This uh, premiered on June 13th, 2021. So, in this episode, Mick is captured on Bishop's planet by Ava clones. Um, Bishop reveals himself as a clone to Sarah, and that's how he was able to still live after she killed him. So, uh, Constantine is still struggling to adjust to the legends living in his manor. <laughs> they, uh, they reinstate Gideon. It, she's reinstalled um, in, like, an old television. Yeah. Which was kind of I love that. It's kind Animal of weird. Yeah. yeah, it was cool. Um, <clears throat> she she alerts the uh, legends to a massacre in 1956 done by the Amelia Earhart alien that we uh, encountered in, fr- in previous episodes. Um, she was uh, using Sarah Lance as an alias, and <laughs> she arrived alone in the Wave Rider. Um, so she stole the wave rider basically from Mick and everybody. Um, <laughs> so uh, Bishop is attempting on the planet to uh, kill Mick by lowering the barrier, blocking a tox- the a toxic atmosphere, um, knowingly sacrificing several Ava clones. Basically, he's killing them and he doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> um, <laughs> Who cares, right? You know. Yeah. <clears throat> while there, um, Gary rescues a dying Ava clone while Mickey escapes, and uh, 
shares an oxygen mask with Kayla, and then the two have sex afterwards. Like you do. <laughs> like you do. Like I said, I go. For, yeah, I was going to say, I forgot after we were doing the whole Brian Johnson, Cat Stevens bit. I, I was going to say, you know, first things first, the, the important thing first. Yes, Mick does, in fact, bang an alien or an alien bangs him like we said was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And it did happen. So all was well in the world. Um, they had sex. Yep. And not only did they have sex, she at least momentarily changed into her true form. So Mick literally just had sex with a full-blown alien, like not even human-looking, just full-blown. Uh, <laughs> yep. So that's, yep, yep. <laughs> so we're assuming that the parts are compatible. Like you do. Um. <laughs> well, like you do. Yep. Well, no. <laughs> so, so um, we have a... a so, um, on the on Earth here, Astra reads uh, Amelia's memories and finds that she is the real Amelia Earhart. What? <laughs> yeah, dun dun dun. <clears throat> Who is abducted and fused with the DNA of a um, Zaguron who overtakes Amelia and claims that it killed Sarah. And that there is an alien inside Spooner before Ava then, you know, distraught over the fact that she just found out that Sarah's dead. She, uh, she kills the alien. Well, yeah, Mm -hmm. like you do. Yeah. That's a, you don't hear, you don't see that every day, that concept that's kind of somewhat unique of like fusing, you know, the alien DNA to the human type of thing, you know, like, um, I mean, I think that explains a lot of my previous relationships, but well, I guess makes sense, I guess. No, I don't know. Yeah. So it kind of makes sense of her, like constantly going over like her story, like, like repeating it over and over. Like she always says like, Oh, I was flying over wherever, you know, type of thing. And, um, I had my co-pilot or my navigator or whoever, you know. Yeah. Um, I I always thought that was maybe the alien, like, impersonating a human and just kind of go, going over the story, like, kind of like. Yeah. But I guess it turns out that was actually, like, Amelia part of the body, like, kind of retaining. The one, you know, the, like, the one memory she's had left. Yeah, and just kind of, of repeating that over and over, which kind of sucks because then I guess. And legends, it's it's canon now that Amelia Earhart was transfused with the alien and then got taken over and got killed. So, <laughs> how do we know that's not what really happened, Matt? Well, it's, it's possible. I mean, anything's possible. Still have a Can I just say something about the practical effects? The, the alien was freaking scary in this episode. Mm-hmm. Like, like it actually scared me like just looking like reminded me of being a kid and like watching alien yeah you know like like or any other movie like that like the watchers or whatever um where you got like some kind of monster like 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 this show is kind of it's weird it's like they've gone full comedy but it's also gotten really dark at the same time it's a really weird um 
kind of combination they got going well, it's on. It's right a good. Now. It's a good balance, in my opinion. It is. Um, yeah. <clears throat> like meet the legends. That episode yeah. was kind of like that. Um, you had that nasty dripping stuff, and yeah, hilarious because you got to see like. Bayard like being like a hamburger whisperer like you know at the same time then you got Nate you know basically being like the handsome guy like oh I guess I'll have I'll wear the short shirts and roller skates if I have to type of thing you know like <laughs> as if like he doesn't like it you know yeah. like I guess if they want a handsome guy I mean I'll I'll sacrifice I guess you know <laughs> uh, type of thing um but yeah. So back back to our story here. On Earth, yeah. on Earth, Constantine and Astra um, cover up that Constantine has lost his abilities, his uh, magic abilities to Zari, so she still thinks he has them. Mm-hmm. Um, because he lost him in the previous episode. Um, back on the planet. <clears throat> Sarah attacks Bishop after learning that Mick may have died. But then she's talking about the scars on her body that met stuff and that means that she's a human and blah, blah, blah. And then he points out that she doesn't have scars on her body anymore. Uh Uh-oh. And he reveals that she, too, is a clone. What? And and unveils Sarah's real dead body. Oh man, that part freaked me out, man. I know. I was so, but then I remembered. I'm like, well, she already died once, and then well, she was dead for like six months before she was resurrected. So she's died a couple times already. So she's died. Yeah, she's died. Well, technically, well, she didn't really die in the first episode. Arrow, we were led to believe she died. Um, Yeah, but then she died for real in like season two of arrow or season three or something where she got killed by an assassin. And then sorry for spoilers from like an eight year old, eight year old episode. But, um, she, uh, yeah, she was an assassin. She turned somewhat good, but then she was killed by a fellow assassin. And then, uh, she was dead for like six months, I think. And then Laurel was so grief stricken still. And then she found out that, um, there's these things called Lazarus pits throughout the world. There's like only a few of them and you can actually bring someone back from the dead. That's, that was the reason why Roz El Ghul was able to stay alive for like 400 years or whatever. So she, um, basically begged, um, someone to take, take her there, brought her back to life. Um, at first she didn't have her soul. Um, and this is actually, I think, where we meet John Constantine for the first time, don't we? Is um, Yeah, he gets her soul back. Right, so it's all come full circle, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he goes to hell, I guess, to retrieve her soul because she was basically like an animal. She was just like violence, kill, kill, kill. She didn't have it. Like, I mean, like they chained her up to a wall. It's pretty pretty nasty, actually, because she was they were pretty much treating her like a caged animal, literally. And, um, and uh, yeah... So, yeah, this is where we, it's interesting because it comes off full circle, literally, because you got John, you know, that's how we how he comes into the whole CW. Well, not really. He had his own show for a while, but yeah, um, yeah. comes into the whole Arrowverse and uh, he does a favor for um, Arrow or um, Oliver and um, retrieves her soul for her. And then now, of course, John doesn't have his magic anymore because of sacrificing it for um, Astra and everyone else because of 
Aleister Crowley was gonna basically return to power and do a whole bunch of terrible shit. And um, so it's you know she's long story short she's already died before, so I wasn't I, I was shocked at first like oh no Sarah's dead, but I'm like yeah, but she already died once. Also, too, can I make a quick note here? Yeah. I know I'm being all manic here about how I, that's how my thoughts roll, right? But this episode is called The Bishop's Gambit, right? Yeah. Okay. Very first episode of Arrow. Very first episode. Within like five minutes, Sarah Lance, quote, dies on the Queen's Gambit yacht or boat. Uh-huh. Um, and this episode is called The Bishop's Gambit. Yep. And she, quote, dies. But again, like in the first episode of Arrow, she didn't really die. Because we later learn that she survived the the sinking of the boat, and then we learn after this episode that she's quote not technically dead because although her original body is dead, she has a new body that's an exact replica and it's her exact consciousness. So it's for all intents and purposes, and yes, the correct way of saying it for all intents and purposes, not all intentional purposes. Get it right? Um, she's not dead, so. Pretty cool little narrative thing they did there I thought was really interesting. Yeah. Do you want me to cover some uh, trivia from this episode, Matt, before we go to a break? Yeah, some trivs and specs? Sure. Yes, okay. Here's some trivia from this episode here. Mick and Kayla make out making out is similar to a scene from the film Galaxy Quest where a human man makes out with an alien woman using an image device to appear human. Tentacles also included. Um, the original Sarah Lance is dead for good this time. There is no way to resurrect her this time. Mm-hmm. Lazarus Pitts, Lazarus Pitts on Earth Prime, as uh, Thea Queen, has destroyed them. Plus, mm-hmm. the legends don't know how to use the temporal mm-hmm. zone to travel. Um, the new multiverse, so they can't go to Earth 18 again, assuming it's still the same one. <clears throat> okay, so Sarah actually died from an infection Amelia Earhart gave her. Her uh, consciousness survived, survives on in a clone created by Bishop. Uh, the Sarah we have been watching since the last episode, ever since <clears throat> she drank Bishop's antidote, is a clone and the hmm. real Sarah is dead. As a doornail. <clears throat> bum, bum, bum. But it's just her body. That's the thing. It's just that's that's a very interesting philosophical question right now. Are you are you your body? I mean, like, yes, you have a body, but are you your body? You know what I mean? <clears throat> it's very but, interesting. But it's also another uh philosophical question though, is is a clone of you really you? Well, if it has your memories and and you don't, I, mean, I would say yes because if she like okay, so I would think that the only the only way that you it wasn't you if if you found out later on that somebody like somebody had to tell you, um, oh by the way you're this person, then I could see, you know, like if you don't have their memories, if you don't have any of their thoughts or opinions or anything like that, someone has to, from the outside has to say, by the way, you're this person. I can then say, okay, well, you, technically that's not the same person because if it was, they would know all that stuff. But so basically, I would say if someone has to tell you that you are a clone, then like if you didn't know beforehand, that would, that's for all intents and purposes, the same person. Yeah. 
Like, I agree. Like if I if I'm speaking right now, and that's just my my opinion. If I'm speaking right now, and I have all my memories and thoughts, and someone goes, "Oh, by the way, you're actually a clone," I'm like, "Well, does it really matter?" I mean, it's like if I went to bed right now and I wake up a clone, but I'm none the wiser of the the process that made that happen. It's just to me, it's like academic. It doesn't really matter that much, you know. Yeah, <clears throat> it's. Interesting philosophical discussion, you know? Mm-hmm. But, yeah. It's basically, like, my thing is, is, like, if you could upload your soul onto a computer, would you still be alive then, too? Ooh. That's interesting right there, yeah. Yeah. Don't they have a show like, TV show like that? Well, I'm sure there are several. <laughs> no, I think you told me one. Isn't there a TV show on Hulu or Amazon or something where you... Your soul is like uploaded. Oh yeah. Like, oh, oh there, there's a show called Upload, where after you die, you're uploaded, yeah, okay. you're, you're uploaded into this like world, basically. Yeah, you're so you are on a computer. Yeah, that's true. Okay. I forgot. I forgot about that. Yeah, it's a good show cool. too, by the way. Cool. Created by uh, by um the creator of The Office. So yeah, there we go. Nice. So, um yeah. Anyways, um, you want to take a break here, Matt? <clears throat> yeah. Okay. We will be right back after a word from our sponsors. Pop-Tarts. Pop-Tarts. Yep. We love Pop-Tarts. This is our ad for Pop-Tarts, by the way. (laughs) We'll be right back. Yes. (laughs) What is Gen X? What is the silent generation? What do generations have in common? Hi, I'm Trish the Dish from the Gen X Voice Podcast, and I invite you to listen to conversations I have with folks from different generations, backgrounds, beliefs, and experiences in an attempt to see what connects rather than divides us. Even though Gen X has been called slackers, Karens, or not mentioned at all in some cases, we are the bridge generation, so I feel compelled to do my part to destroy ageism by bringing all these voices together. And, as a bonus, each guest gets to answer some 80s questions at the end of each show. So download and listen to Gen X Voice today on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And let's see how much we have in common after all. Hi, this is Catherine, host of a new fashion podcast, The Real Fashion School Dropout. Join me as I interview guest every week in the fashion and beauty space and we gossip on all things fashion and beauty and even get into some personal stories of their journey in the industry you can find us on apple spotify pretty much wherever you get your podcast hope to see you there And we are back. Back. Pop tarts. Yum. Yep. Yummy, yummy, yep, yummy yum. in my tummy, tummy, tummy. El- Elmo like pop tarts. Uh oh. Elmo's back. Elmo. Elmo like Legends of Tomorrow. <laughs> you know who else likes Legends of Tomorrow? Bebo. Bebo. And Bebo does not like Elmo because. Elmo's trying to tread on Bebo's fame. Elmo's scared of Bebo. Good. Should be. Bebo going to eat Elmo. 
No, don't do that. Um, okay, so anyways, um, <laughs> I'm back. Um, so uh, now we venture on to episode seven of Legends of Tomorrow season six, entitled Back to the Finale Part Two. Directed by Glenn Winter and uh, written by Morgan Faust and Mark Bruner. This episode uh, premiered on June 20th, 2021. So, in this episode, um, the group is all grieving over the loss of Sarah, who they mm-hmm. found out is dead. Um, Ava is, like, in her room just watching the uh, recording of uh, of Sarah saying she's going to ask uh, Ava to marry her over and over and over again. Um, so uh, they they find out Bayrod had traveled back to 1977 London. By the <laughs> way, by the way, 1977 is an awesome year. Star Wars came out yeah. that year. I came out that year. Mm-hmm. I came out, but I came, mm-hmm. out, came out of my mother that year. Well, you technically didn't. Yeah, I came yeah. out. Um, <laughs> By, via C-section. And you were inside something. And- via, C-section. Yeah. via C-section. <laughs> I came out of my mother. Um, yeah. So, anyway, so... Um, <laughs> the... Um, so, I wasn't technically born. Well, you were. But, man... I just can't imagine C-section in 1977. That that had to have been oh, yeah. kind of brutal back then. I mean, I'm pretty sure they've advanced since then on how to you know oh, do I'm, those. I'm sure. My mom had two of them too. She had another one in the 80s. Ooh. So yeah, it's like yeah. <clears throat> in like 81, I think that's when my sister was born. Um. So anyways they, they they go back to uh 1977 to stop Sarah being abducted by the by the aliens in the first place <laughs> um, they they keep uh trying to do it different ways like to stop her um trying to find ways that they're not gonna interfere with their <laughs> with with their other selves that are there um like Constantine and uh and sorry, you know that they're having sex at one point, so they decide to go and uh, <laughs> attempt it. Then um, there was an oh, just heard a phone. <laughs> that was me. A stupid notification. Yeah, um, <clears throat> I understand why it does that. I, I have it so that it shouldn't do anything. Um, Weird. I know. So sorry. Um, that's okay. <laughs> it's all good in the hood. Yep. Um, so, um, and that's what they used to call Arrow, the hood. So, um, there we go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. See, it all, it all comes together. It all comes together, man. Um, <clears throat> so, um, in the end, uh, during this situation, too, Zari deduces that Constantine lost his magic. Um, after these failed attempts, Ava realizes that they're gone, that the legends went somewhere, so she goes and she finds them. 
they they're hanging <laughs> out they're hanging out in this diner that for some reason nobody else is in. <laughs> you're right. Yep. You know, as you're wont to do. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> no one else is apparently wants to eat this uh, fabulous food that Nate is like gorging himself on. Yeah, bunch of different like chili or something he keeps eating. Um, he had like six, five bowls of it, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yep. That's not going <laughs> to end badly or anything. No. Um, Actually, it was curry, which is even more, um, <clears throat> you know, like if you're not used to that kind of food, you're going to have some bathroom oh, yeah. issues. You know? <laughs> if but, you're used to it, you won't. But if you're not. <laughs> so basically, um, Sarah. <laughs> Um, I mean, Sarah's gone, so so Ava basically comes and orders them to return to the future <laughs> because they don't want to mess up anything. <clears throat> um, at one point, a future Nate arrives <laughs> wearing an eye patch and dressed up like Constantine <laughs> and having long hair, looking like looking like a um. Kurt Russell in Escape from New York or something. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. Now that you mentioned it, I was wondering, okay, yeah, I could totally do that. Yeah, and Zari is into it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, so he, he comes, he comes, uh, and, and basically saying that they're plans all fail and then he ends up being erased so they realize that they didn't follow through on that plan (laughs) um back on the planet that uh with bishop he reveals that sarah died from uh from uh zaguran poison which has no cure and he is, uh, um, and he has her incinerated. So he incinerates the original Sarah body. So she's dead, gone. Yep. No, no coming back. No, no, no. No, nope. um, yep. no resurrections. Yeah, that one. Mm-hmm. That body is gone. Yep. <clears throat> so, so after finding Mick and Gary, uh, a new Sarah clone is injured. The, the the new Sarah clone that is that we met is uh, yeah. injured, but uh, she has a new power now. She can heal automatically. <laughs> and then uh, Bishop reveals that she is the first to be fused with the DNA of an alien, meaning that there's an alien basically inside of her. And but that she's but it's fused with her, so she's like basically unlike Amelia Earhart, who the alien was basically like like I said inside of her, the alien was inside of uh, Amelia. But Sarah, right. but Sarah, it's like the two DNAs are spliced together. Right. Yeah. With Amelia, I think the alien did that to her, as opposed to 
Bishop with the science, right? Is that what's yeah. going yeah. on? So, so, okay. Well, well, well I, I, bi- oh, no, Bishop did do that, but, oh, what, what, okay. but what it was is he basically turned the alien into Amelia Earhart. In this, oh, okay. in this situation, they're kind of combined. Like, the alien and Sarah are one in the same. Gotcha. Oh, so he's basically, like, experimenting on other people. and Yeah, and basically his... His his plan was for Sarah because she's the like he's she's the human that he wanted to repopulate humans and make them better. So right, so she makes sense. She's basically like a perfect specimen. In the well, yeah. she was the paragon of of destiny, yeah. and yeah. he probably he probably knew and that from his yeah. history or whatever and, about and, the crisis and stuff. And so basically, it's like the the final mm-hmm. like. The final draft of his uh, experiment is Sarah, you know, so. That's, you know, can I just say something really quick, though? Yeah. <clears throat> I really love the evolution of Sarah Lance as a character. Mm-hmm. I think I think she, out of all the characters in the Arrowverse, probably has the, the most fantastic evolution out of all of them. I really do. Because she literally got her start. As I can't, by the way, played by a different actress. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like two lines in like the first episode <laughs> of Arrow before she ends up like just falling out of the boat when it when it gets like crashed or whatever. And then um, of course you know because it wasn't by a different actress, different personality, etc. But um, so you know who knows how she would have acted if it was the same actress. I don't know. But um, you know so then we go from that kind of like a sort of like you know, just basically cheating, you know, with her sister's boyfriend, you know, essentially. And yeah. like kind of being sort of like a, you know, like just kind of like a hanging on his shoulder type of person, like not really, not really like her own person type of thing. Yeah. And then, you know, turns out that she survived this. She ends up being trained to be an assassin, um, rises the ranks you know, of that, um, organization, um, I forgot their name, League of Shadows, and, um, you know, it's just, she reforms herself, she wants to be a protector of people, she gets killed, she gets resurrected, like, half a year later, she, you know, she joins the Legends, (laughs) she becomes the, the Paragon of Destiny, I mean, like, really, like, I I guess Oliver becoming the Spectre, I guess, would be, like, maybe, like, an equal type of you know what I mean because he literally becomes like a spiritual being so I guess you know maybe the two of them which is interesting because I think the show starts with the both of them yeah they're, you know which which you know scares me because I hope that's I hope Sarah's story is not going to end soon you know no I, I don't I don't think so I think this is basically just okay. her her becoming a new type of hero because she's got more, okay. more powers and stuff um, mm-hmm. You know, she, she's basically got this, you know, automatic healing ability and stuff, too, you know? Yeah. Um, so, um, basically, what ends up happening here, um, the it, Bishop reveals that she is the first to be fused with the DNA of an alien, as I said. Um, mm-hmm. Mick ends up killing Bishop, <laughs> unknowingly allowing him to upload his consciousness to like every computer. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. 
forcing Sarah to abandon a plan to she 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 was she had this new plan that she was going to create a fully human clone of herself without the without the uh, alien DNA fused in. Mm-hmm. So, and then uh, and then kill her current clone. So then she would be human again. Um, they uh, with the help of the Ava clones, uh, they end up uh, detonating the base. And uh, the Ava clones decide to stay behind. Um, when attack, they, they get attacked by these uh, Zagarans. And uh, Kayla's there, and she ends up sacrificing herself to allow Sarah, Mick, and Gary to escape from the planet. Where they reunite with the Legends... And Sarah propo- proposes to Ava finally, who happily accepts. <laughs> so that's how it ends. <clears throat> yeah, uh, with fireworks because the mannequin that Bayrod was going to use at one point, because um, they wanted the aliens to abduct the mannequin. Oh, I basically, forgot, I forgot about that 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 part of the story. They were going to have that was one of Bayrod. Bayrod's, yeah. Bayrod's plan was to <laughs> have a, an alien full of fireworks and bombs you know <laughs> that looked nothing like Sarah go on to the uh, the planet um, well yeah there, there was also another part I forgot too where um, where Spooner runs into Sarah in the past oh yeah and basically kind of gives Sarah the courage to uh, eventually propose to uh, Ava Right, so it's like one of those like time loop stories things yeah. where it's like, wait, so <clears throat> did this happen already, or does it happen because of them going back to the past? But then, if they didn't go back to the past, then it wouldn't have happened. Therefore, like you know, one of those circular things, like because yeah. basically we find out that Bayfrard was the reason why she got abducted in the first place by going back into the past. So it's like, well, but then she wouldn't have got abducted. So you wouldn't have need need to go back to the past, yeah. And, but then you—it's like there's no way of getting out of this loop, like you know. It, it's, it, was, like, it's, it was just like predestined to happen, you know. But yeah, it was yeah. stuck because if you remember, if you recall, she does look back at the end of season five for a second. Yeah, like and she kind of stops walking, and that was the reason why it's because Bayrod was calling her from like the dumpster or whatever, mm-hmm. and then that was what allowed Gary to then. Um, you know, take her up or whatever on the ship, and um, but yeah, interesting. That but plus, too, was there another part too? I'm trying to remember um, if there was um, I guess the manic, yeah, I guess the mannequin was the only part that I remember. Um, uh, oh yeah, no, just the funny part. That's like some funny bits though. When when Ava finds out that these are like her team from the future, yeah, and then she, she's like. You guys have you guys can't be here or whatever. You know you, you guys are interfering with the timeline. She starts grabbing their beers and Nate's like, "So you're confiscating our drinks?" <laughs> She's like, "No, I need to get like it's a weird punishment." Like, like, "No, I need to get blackout drunk so I don't remember this conversation." <laughs> I just like that. So you're confiscating our drinks. <laughs> that is funny. Yeah. Do you want to take a quick break here, Matt, and we'll talk about some trivia and then speculation for future episodes? 
Yes, and Triff is next? Yes. We'll be right right back, folks. Need a new podcast to listen to? Well, why not check out the Super Podcast from the Super Network at supermarcy.com where we discuss films and pop culture and we do monthly fan-voted commentaries. We are available on all major podcasting platforms. And we are back to the finale part two. We're back and back! We're back to the finale! No, sorry, Cat yeah. Stevens. We're back into the finale. I can't sing like Cat. I, I can no. sort of... Nah, I can't do it. Nah, he's hard to <laughs> imitate. Um, yes. <laughs> so here's here's a little bit of trivs about this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, future Nate, like I said before, with his eye patch and long hair and gravelly voice, bears a strong <laughs> resemblance to Snake Plissken from the Escape From movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, Kurt Russell's character. Um, yeah. Another thing here is uh, Spooner's undercover hairstyle looks similar to the wig used by Ryan Wilder in Batman. And ba- in Batman, ah. Batwoman. Sorry, not Batman. Batwoman. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. So interesting. That's yeah. The, that's all the trivia we have here. <laughs> what really? Yep. <clears throat> well, I guess so. I guess there was more trivia in the last episode, probably. Yeah. I had more more stuff going on simultaneously. Um. <clears throat> but uh that's i guess yeah well, I, mean, I, mean, was, I mean there is also the fact that it 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 it, it uh it's got similar elements to back to the future part two because oh yeah they're going totally. back to, yeah so there's that as well so yeah <clears throat> i mean it's called back to the finale part two so that's yeah. interesting and i think at some point on his um on his whiteboard i think bayard actually wrote back to the future yeah. on it um mm-hmm. when he was like doing his plan with his quote thinking weed yeah uh because um people might may not know this but there's actually different types of weed that are for different types of uh, experiences so um there actually is quote thinking weed. um you know it's it's not you know it's not you know it's not used you know to quote get stoned it's actually used for that specific purpose you want to think about something you want to plan something or write something, there you go. And Bayard would know because he's like a weed connoisseur, so um so there you go. Um I kinda made a huge point out of that out of nothing. But uh, <laughs> but, uh So and this um, is someone this is someone who does pot like twice a year, right? So like like I would know. But yeah. like <laughs> Yes he would. So yeah. um so, uh, as far as the next episode goes, it's an episode that's going to be directed by David Ramsey, who played um, who played John Diggle in the Arrowverse. Oh, nice. Um, he is actually going to appear in the episode, but not as John Diggle. Mm. He is playing Bass Reeves, who was actually the inspiration for the Lone Ranger. He was a black. Oh. He, was, he was a black cowboy that uh, was actually the real inspiration for the Lone Ranger. Oh yeah, I've heard of that guy. Um, and and did Bat- they make a documentary about him? Oh yeah, they have. Yeah, they've made documentaries <laughs> and, and some movies. And uh, and he was also a. Uh, if you, if you watched the Watchmen, um, which if you haven't watched yet, Matt, you should. The Watch- okay. Watchmen TV series. I know you have HBO Max. It's on there. <laughs> Damn it! Got caught. Yeah, <laughs> and no, you have it. You can't. No excuses now. Yeah, no, no excuses. <laughs> oh, but it's so good. I think you'll love it. 
Uh, cool. It's, uh, yeah, Bass Reeves plays a part in that, too, so. Um, nice. Yeah. Um, so, um, it, that, he's going to be playing that. The name of the episode is Stressed Western. Instead of, like, <laughs> instead of, like, Best Western, it's Stressed Western. Um. <laughs> that's, that's great. Yeah. Um, it's, uh. The, the short synopsis, which isn't going to uh, give away too much here, is with everyone finally back together, the legends find themselves looking to Nate to keep everything calm while in the Old West on a mission to find an alien. Um, mm. So, uh, I don't want to give away too much more. So, But basically, that's the beginning of the episode. So, Nice. You know... One of the future episodes, too, after that, it's called This Is Gus. Like, after the TV show, This Is Us. Yeah. Like, I love, I just love the names of the episodes uh-huh. now. Like, Me they got, too. like, Meet the Legends, you know, M E A T. Yeah. Um, you know, stuff like that. But yeah, I just <clears> can't <throat> wait till this episode. I love David Ramsey. I can't wait to see him in this, and he'll be good as Bass Reeves, I'm sure. Um, oh, I, yeah, I, totally. I wonder Plus, too, I, I love the Western episodes. Yeah, I wonder if there'll be any, uh, mentioned that he looks like uh, Diggle or not. We'll have to see. So. <laughs> From Sarah or others that met Diggle. So, yeah. Um, we'll have to see how that plays out. Um, yeah, he's already... Um, uh, David Ramsey is making his way around the uh, around the Arrowverse shows that are c- currently on. He's already... He appeared and directed an episode of Batwoman recently. He appeared as John Diggle in the episode, which was nice. cool. Um, for a couple scenes of an episode, and uh, that he directed, and uh, I know he's directing an episode, an upcoming episode of Superman and Lois. Nice. So that'll be cool to see, and hopefully, uh, we get more of him. I I like the guy. He was good. On, I do. He was, no, good, I do he was good on Blue Bloods too when he was on there for a while as the mayor. <laughs> he was really good in there. Yeah. I I, I, he, I I commend the guy because at the time he had a major recurring role on Blue Bloods and was starring on Arrow at the same time. Wow. Ar- Arrow was filming in Vancouver, Canada <clears throat> on the West Coast while Blue Bloods was filming in New York City on the East Coast. Man. He was flying back and forth to re- to <clears throat> film those shows. So. Wow. And he did not look tired and and no. arrow. No. Oh man! Plus two, I heard that those CW shows they really work them hard. Like oh, they yeah, do like they twelve do. hour sessions. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's why. That's why like the the latest episode of the Flash, um, Barry and Iris are barely uh, Iris isn't in it at all, and Barry's only in a in a uh, yeah in a scene or two because uh, they wanted to give the actors a week off because they're you know so worked on those episodes you know so which i don't yeah i mean totally when you when you you have a large ensemble like some of these shows you can do that that's why i like some of these legend episodes you know like john will be missing an episode or or you know we've had uh episodes this season without sarah or mick and different things like that too so you know give those Mm -hmm. give those actors a little bit of a rest yeah oh yeah totally um oh man I can't believe that. Plus, too, so in Stargirl coming out, um, I mean, obviously, Stargirl takes place in Earth 2. Um, not everyone knows that the multiverse still exists. Um, Correct. 
that's, that's that's still becoming a thing that's progressively being revealed to the main characters people but because a lot of people think that you know everything got you know smushed down to earth smushed whatever got back down to earth prime or merged into earth prime like consolidated into one earth consolidated yeah there you yeah. go but technically no the multiverse actually still exists and stargirl takes place on earth 2 and one of the main one of the new characters is going to be the green lantern's daughter but i yeah. don't think it's going to be diggle no um because that wouldn't make any sense but who knows you know who, I don't know, know. who knows what'll happen <laughs> and uh, i do know that on that show too some uh some uh new stories i've i've read is that uh john wesley ships uh flash is going to appear on there too nice so um his cool. his his uh his flash of earth to um the uh um shoot what uh what, what's the name of the the of the of that flash the act, the character's name um oh um his name is um <clears throat> oh my god i can't think of it either what the hell um it's um what the heck Jake Jake Eric it's um Jake Eric Jake Eric come on um yeah because he was what he was originally from Earth three right originally I think he was from that's where he's from I I think he might have been from Earth Earth two I don't know Earth three one of the two but anyways he he but then he moved Earth two to be their flag okay yeah 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 yeah, okay so so he's on the same Earth as uh as them and yeah it'll be interesting to see how that show plays out maybe we'll do some episodes about that show. Um, I'd love if, if 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 you want us to let us know. Send send me an email at mike at cullenpark Also, you know, tell us what you like about the show. Go to Apple Podcast and give us reviews. You know, check out all two real two dot com and our uh, all two real two uh, podcast group um, on uh, Facebook. You know, there's a lot of a uh, lo- lot of cool uh, interaction going on there um, of things lately. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got totally. Chris Tiefel has left us some interesting facts on our group, actually. That mm. that uh, some 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 entertainment facts that I want to share with you folks. Here's an interesting fact: Betty White used to be Betty Gray until she fought the Barlog and was reborn. Mm. <laughs> These are funny jokes. So, by the way. Um, <laughs> In order to prepare for his role in Space Jam 1996, actor Michael Jordan played nine seasons of professional basketball and won three national championships. <laughs> so I found those funny. So yeah, yeah. So just let just letting you know those are those are some some entertainment, like entertainment a, effects. A method actor. He's like, yes. you know what? I really, I really need to study for this role, so I'm going to become a professional basketball player. I'm going <laughs> to. <clears throat> yep and like I responded with it and, and all De Niro did was gain weight for Raging Bull um, so, uh, you know, so. <clears throat> anyways um, if, if there's anything you'd like us to cover in the future let us know uh, Mike at CullenPark.com is where you can reach me by email um, also uh, check out Cullen, uh, check out all the Cullen Park stuff check out the All Too Real 2 stuff on uh, all of our twits and books and grams <laughs> The Grams, you know. Yep. Um, go to our Patreon. Check out our T Public. Other ways you can mm-hmm. help us, you know. Just uh, you know, send me some money by a pay by a PayPal if you want. I don't care. Um, 
The PayPal account is Mike at CullenPark.com as well. Or just, you know, an envelope full of money, you know. Yes, uh, yes. A manila envelope, mm-hmm. if you will, you know, yes. just drop some cash into it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. And email it to Mike at CullenPark.com. Wait, you can't email envelopes. But you can't email money. Well, I guess sort of could. Well, you can through no. PayPal. Anyway, so... Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, if you want to help support the show, just let us know. Send us a message. Um, we've got some possible uh, cool upcoming um, interviews and some uh, some cool uh, TV shows and stuff we're covering in the near future. Um, and movies. Um, we're always having fun here at All Too Real 2, aren't we, Matt? Oh, yeah, totally. Anything else here, Matt, before we uh, wrap things up? Yeah, I think I just want to play you out some music a little bit. Okay. Just a little bit of music. All right, here we go. This one's called Sarah Lance. You may be a clone, but you are not alone. Ooh, I like. Uh, okay. Okay, everybody, be good to each other. And uh, until next time, bye bye. Thanks for listening to All Too Real 2 Podcast, a Cullen Park production. 
Produced and edited by Michael E. Cullen II. Music by Matthew Hawes. Subscribe and share the show. Visit us at cullenpark.com.